direct from the beautiful Inland Blue Studios. Honey, this is the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast with your host, that fine-ass Chris Thayer, that beautiful Steve Hill, and that big hunk of chunk of meat, Ron Mills. Woo! Mama's hot up in here. Let's get this party started. Here with your host today, Chris Thayer, and I'm Ron Mills. That's, that's it. That's, that's it. That's tonight. all you get. Just the, it's 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 a hot Chris on Ron. Uh, oh, God. Uh, what what? <laughs> so I, I don't so, know if I'm up for the hot Chris on Ron. Todd is uh, Todd is still on location. Uh, I don't know where Todd is. I think he got mowed down in gang crossfire or something. Uh, yeah. And then Steve has. His house has the chicken pox right now. Now, I was wondering, how is that possible? Don't they have vaccines for chicken? Like, kids don't get chicken pox anymore, do they? They do. But, I mean, look, you get you can get vaccinated, but that doesn't mean you're immune to it. Like, it's that whole... Well, I was going to ask Steve, like, what are you, an anti-vaxxer? That doesn't <laughs> seem like his M.O. No, I think what happened was his, uh, uh, some kid, some woman brought a kid to daycare. Oh. Uh. And they and so the boys were at daycare with this kid, right? And, and I don't remember what age the kids get that shot. I think Ronald Andrew may or I may think not. It's pretty early. Yeah, I mean, he may or may not. Either way, we uh, we all made an adult decision for right. Steve to not come tonight, right? <laughs> because uh, I, I don't want my kid getting chicken pox. No, we, no, and it's not. Yeah, you're right. It's not a hundred percent effective you it's, still can get it it's not and i'm a little worried about like we're all gonna be staying in comic-con together i'm gonna bring that shit home you know mm-hmm. so i i assume uh i'm gonna have to uh go through the clean room you right. know they're gonna have to hose me down like 12 monkey style well there's a movie <laughs> or a show called containment on right now <laughs> and uh it's kind of freaking me out yeah thinking about the uh the chicken pox i i try to stay away from shows like that although i i will watch the shit out of that dustin hoffman movie outbreak does good right i love that movie the monkey in that movie entertains the hell out of me <laughs> so there's that great moment at the end when the uh, when Cuba Gooding Jr. shoots the monkey when it's playing with the little girl, and I laugh every time because I'm yeah. like, they're trying to make this suspenseful, but <laughs> it's like it's the cutest monkey. Um, right. <laughs> it's like the monkey from Friends, and you're like, oh, that little girl's playing with that monkey. Like that's adorable, yeah. but yeah, man, I, 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 it's it's one of those things that it doesn't scare me. So Did, now I don't remember. Do they do the slow mo where the monkey dies? Like in Project X, <laughs> it was not. It was not the Project X pickup. Like, okay. like right. no, the, it was little Marcel. They like shoot him and he does a little fall, like he does that little monkey fall that they're like the trainers like fall Marcel and he like falls. Does he get over. back up and clap? <laughs> I bet after the shot he after did. The shot? They right. they threw him like a, a fucking granola bar or whatever it is they feed. <laughs> yeah, what do they feed monkeys? I, I don't even know. I would say bananas, but I don't. I guess it depends on where the monkey is and who's the owner, because well, you know maybe they give him a beer. You know? <laughs> If we were in like uh, uh like Sri the Lanka. Southeast Asia or something like that, it'd be like a cigarette and a shot of whiskey, yep, you know. Yep. So, well, <laughs> without send all hate mail <laughs> to Steve now. Hale. And, yeah. uh, well, so Chris and I, uh, it's been a while since just him and I have podcasted together, and we have made an agreement that we are not going to fight tonight like we did yeah. last time. Did we? I don't we, even remember. We we had a complaint that it was essentially you and I just arguing for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. No, I, you know, I'm on vacation, so Yeah, man. I don't have a lot. I I don't even like let the Facebook bother me at this point. I I, yeah, I just slow it You know, we've talked about that and for a while I I got really like toward the end of the school year, I got real angry cuz I was just end of the school year and you right. get on edge. 
but you know it's like summertime and I rarely even respond anymore. Like I, I'll more it, do it now just to mess it, with people. Yeah, if you notice the uh, the Facebook page has not been regularly updated because Chris has right. not been on Facebook. I I post like maybe four times a week. Right. Chris is the regular updater on Facebook. So yeah, it I've well there hasn't been a lot to. Uh, it's kind of been dead. Yeah, like, it's not a, a lot dead to talk time about. Of year, so well, I mean, we got a little bit of stuff to go over here. Um, but as far as like new announcements and things, it's it hasn't been like. It was a couple months ago. Like every day, there was a big new announcement. Well, this weekend should be interesting because we've got Star right. Wars Celebration Europe. So um, and Comic Con next week. And Comic Con's the week after. So and we're gonna we're we, we I know we say this the, every year. Isn't it next week? Yeah, yeah. It's, um, okay, we'll be there Thursday, man. Um, I know we say this every year. I'll be there Wednesday. Oh, I'm gonna be there. Where are you gonna <laughs> stay? You gonna drive back home Wednesday night? Yeah, it's only three hours. So fuck, dude. I may go down during the day and just hang out in San Diego for a little bit. Okay. Um. I, I'm thinking I might take Phoebe. Because you, do you I, have a ticket hours, for her? Well, kids go free. They need a ticket, though. No. You, kids under 12 can go free. They just walk right in the door? Right. You have to go and check them in, but they go free. So what you if I know that, huh? What if I, what if I dressed up and we did, like, the bassinet thing? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're short enough. We could probably pull it off. I, I mean, I, I'm sure I could. I would need to shave. I assume, probably, but I probably. I think we could do that, man. Because nobody questions it. a baby. Like nope. nobody questions a baby. Nope. So, <laughs> no, well, I had no idea. Really? And uh, but the older girls, they can't go because they're both over 18, um, and they don't have tickets. But I figured I would maybe take her down on Wednesday. I'm debating. I don't know if I'm going to go down Wednesday. Um, it seems like a long way. To, I'm gonna drive six hours or or four hours, whatever. And preview night's packed. Dude. Is it? Yeah. Okay. It's not like it used to be. Where it used to go on preview night and you'd get down there. That's why I stopped buying preview night because I was like, they, oh, it's just I didn't a, know that. It's like a regular day now. Like everybody's here for uh, three hours. Then maybe you know? I won't go. It's just because that's lame. I'm not yeah. gonna go all the way down there for three hours of the same shit. Pretty much. I mean, and there's no panels or anything really going on mm, that I, that looked good. I, I mean, they might be doing some Wednesday night preview of some show or something yeah, like that. that's all I saw. There was like a, a – it wasn't even like Marvel or DC. It was like ABC or Fox or something. They generally do that. Like they show some pilots that are – you yeah. know, and every once in a while you get like a gem that like everybody blows up on. But yeah. it's like – for me, preview night, I remember we would go down. We would get there Wednesday afternoon. And then the, the line to get tickets was always like – well, you don't have to worry about that anymore. Right? Like, they now, came in like the, mail. the badges are already here. We just yeah. walk right in. Now, you know what that means, though? That means their the, their line to actually get in is now will be legit. Maybe. I'm I'm just like, I'm a 10-15-er at this point. So yeah. it's like. Was it open at 9? I think 9.30. So yeah, I don't I, think we need to be there right when. We got a couple days. I'm not a con exclusives guy anymore. No. Like, I'm not there for, no. like, I'm not going to rush up and get. Like, there's nothing I collect that I need to be there day one. Right. At. You know, and some of these people wait at six in the morning to get their no, shit. No, it's insane. I ain't collecting shit. No, I was just gonna go because I didn't think anybody went on preview night. But if oh, it's no, busy, it's, it's just like I ain't a normal going down day. there for three hours. It's just like a normal day at this point. So maybe man. I'll take her on Saturday. Maybe. I mean, I'll be in Hall H all day on Saturday. So, oh well, you know, that would be a good time for me to take her then. Yeah, I mean, I won't. I, I, I mean, I might catch up with you guys at and dinner I or can, something. I can look around and see what's there. So what's going What's in Hall H that you're going to? Uh, Marvel's coming back this year. Are they? Yeah, I'm kind of excited about that. DC's going to be there on Saturday. I'm, I'm, wow. I'm, we're already planning sort of the all-day uh, Friday. We're going to do it in shifts, wait in line. Oh, so. man. I don't... Oh. I look, man. I, you know who's not going to be in Hall H on Saturday, <laughs> Chris Thayer. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. Well, you wouldn't be there on Friday night to get your wristband. So no, I, actually, I'll be at a gig, at a really well-paying gig. I might add. You got to take them when they come. Oh, right? dude, I, I, 
I didn't realize we were making what we're making on this Friday gig. Yeah. I I was like, now which which damn, group are, which group are you taking? It's the Big Papa. So for those of you guys that don't know, Chris has a new project uh, that he's working on, uh, a new musical group uh, called the Storybook Villains. Yeah, man. Which uh, uh, we were just listening to some of the uh, the stuff, and and I think even though he's already said don't, I think I'm gonna splice in just like maybe 30 seconds of a track right, right here. Okay, so that's right where it was. So I hope you guys enjoyed that little bit of thirty seconds there, just to give you a taste. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's not fully mixed yet, but it's it's got a really interesting sound, man. It's different, you know. And I I've been saying all along that um, I really kind of had had a moment when BB King died last yeah. year or the year before, whenever it was. Did you say um, a movement? No, no. I had a I maybe <laughs> like a bowel movement. No, man. I, I I was moved, but I didn't actually have a movement. Oh, got it. Got no, it. I, you know, I I thought about what I'd been doing, and there's nothing wrong with any of the stuff I've done in no. the past. I really am proud of what I've done, but I felt like, you know, BB King had the philosophy that you take the music somewhere new, and I didn't feel like I had really done that. And, um, you know, that's how the music stays alive. Right. If you just copy what's out there, music dies. I think it's a big part of what's going on right now with live music is everybody's doing tribute bands and cover bands. Right. And the music scene is dying because we're not getting anything new. I would say I would agree with part of that. I think the uh, the thing I would not agree with, only from the standpoint of I think there was oversaturation in the marketplace. Right, right. With too many bands, it sounded exactly the same. Right. And now, well, that's my point, though. The stuff that's bubbling up is more interesting, I think right, now. Right. So, and I think that's the the reaction of what's what's been happening is people want something new, and for me, being so deeply rooted in the blues world, I had to find a way to to take the music somewhere new, and I guess my idea was. You know, I, I've been playing songs that sound like Muddy Waters and Howlin' Wolf for the last 10 years. Right. You know, and I'm not going to be better than Muddy Waters at doing Muddy Waters. No. There's already been one. Since Muddy Waters in the 50s and 60s, there's been a lot of shit happening in music. I mean, just looking at like the 70s, you had the disco era, you have heavy metal, you have, um, you know, the 80s hair bands. Right, right. You, I mean, a lot has happened. Rage Against the Machine has happened since and speaking, then. Speaking of that, no Chris, doubt. Chris has a great uh, uh, Rage Against the Machine cover that's not on the first album, but they just. Uh, it's actually, we're going to um, give it away for oh, free nice, nice. for anybody who pre orders 
the record through our GoFundMe campaign. And yeah. I'll, I'll put a link on our on our uh, Facebook. Yeah, the, but the, it was really funny because as soon as it came on, he's like, you just have to wait. And it came on, I'm like, oh, my God, I totally know what this is. Yeah. And then it came on, I'm like, all right, that's pretty dope. Yeah, so. it's, it's very different than the original, but it's still enough that you go, ah, oh, I like this tune. Right, I right, know right, this. right. You know, what is this? Um, so anyway, the, the idea was... You know, let's let's incorporate the sounds and the things that have happened in the world in the music um, since Muddy Waters. Yeah, yeah. And, well, I uh, think what's interesting, not shy away from it. I think what's interesting is the stuff that like you've done with Big Papa. It, it always has sort of. It's definitely got like an up tempo, right. bluesy feel. You know, there's and this this is definitely. It, it's got some really interesting elements to it uh, that feel a lot more like uh, uh, if you took. If you took like a hard rock band or or even like like a Rage Against the Machine and you really like they were more bluesy, yeah, like you know, and and it's actually some of the best harmonies I've heard. Well, out of and you that's in a it. That's, time, that's what know? I always would say is like I want to have something that sounds like if Muddy Waters went and sang with Rage Against the Machine <laughs> and you had like Earth Wind and Fire doing the right? background vocals, like and that's you know? it's really funny because I'm listening and we were listening, but with the, the Almond Brothers playing a slide <laughs> behind it, you know, it's like why not incorporate all these things that have happened over the last 30, 40 years? Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, and, and nobody's get, doing it. No, it's definitely not. Un, it, it, look, it's there's while uh, uh, it's there's certain elements of it, and I don't know how the album's going to fall out yet. I know that you're still talking about right because right now it's about 17 tracks. Yeah, uh, and which, we're we're thinking of throwing. It, I mean, it's really it's 16 songs with a couple of interludes, yeah, and there's like that one minute interlude on yeah, that one. And we but, got another one that we're going to probably put in um, somewhere else, but. I mean, basically, you're looking at 16 songs. So it's a long record. It is definitely, but in that 16 songs, there's some absolute gems in there. And I think, uh, I think for anybody that's interested in hearing something a little different, you might want to check it out. So uh, that was just a little plug for my buddy Chris, only yeah. because, only because uh, we talk about stuff all the time. But it's so funny we foc- we tend to focus on the nerd stuff, and we don't shine as much light on ourselves as we should Not from really. time to time. Not really. And um, and I think they're they're among us in the group. Th- we're doing some cool stuff. Yeah, there's always something interesting going on. Right, you know? right. Uh, and it's it's like you know it's one of those things where uh, if you're not going to use your own platform to like talk about it well, a little bit, yeah. why why the hell not? You know. All right. So with that being said, we got a lot to talk about here. Um, the first thing is we got to talk about Pokemon Go because this <laughs> shit has this shit has blown up. Like the world has gone Pokemon Go crazy. Well, this I think this is the beginning of a new trend. Ah, man, I hope so. It's pretty cool. Well, because it's like the the uh, the idea of virtual reality is something we've been promised for years and years and years. Yes. But this is augmented reality, which right. is a really uh, people weren't didn't realize that this was coming down the pipe and it has been coming down the pipe for a while and this is the first of what's going to be many of these types right. of games and you know you're going to see a lot of them now well and because this, of the success of this thing and this shit is like blown they, up they crashed all the servers it keeps crashing well they they've been slowly adding countries in and uh, they just added germany in they've got like 12 million active oh players man i'm not doing it dude have you not tried it yet i have not tried it at all i'll watch you do it it's a fucking blast dude i'm not doing it because i you got me sucked into this goddamn clash of clans and i'm the only motherfucker playing this game you are left you are (laughs) the only i don't know any of these fools in the game anymore well you got to feel like this with clash of clans i started easily two years before you did right and i've been i'm pretty much on the clash royale now is what my game is yeah i'm ready Uh, to delete it i gave up it just at a certain point i'm like this is not fun anymore they 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 changed the game i'm not enjoying now pokemon go I'm enjoying the shit out of when I can log on. Right. Um, the servers are constantly crashing. Uh, it's, it's. I think the best part of Pokemon Go 
is all these assholes who are like dying and falling off of cliffs <laughs> and getting hit by cars and wrecking their cars. Like literally, you look through the Facebook feed on the on the right, and every third one is some asshole who has gotten knifed in a park because he's playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> I, I, or my favorite story thus far. There, I've got two of them. Uh, my buddy. <laughs> It's so crazy. My buddy me. is a cop in Fontana. Oh, Jesus. And the Fontana PD uh, is a recharge station. <laughs> He's what? All, he goes, they literally <laughs> had to have a meeting with all the cops because they didn't have a fucking clue why these people were wandering around the police station wow. at 1.30 in the morning. <laughs> They're like, why are there all these people here? So, uh, yeah. Why would they? What? How does that even work? Uh, well, they, they, I, I think the designers designate places all right what and they're crazy but place. they're randomly like i'm oh. sure they're random now some of them like i know the westboro baptist church got uh designated as a uh, that's hilarious <laughs> as a uh, gym so people go there to try and cha- train their pokemon um but i mean there's the, the game itself i i find it really interesting especially because disneyland is a fucking hot spot oh, like wow. there's craziness like now are they do they own any of it no, that's Nintendo. Nintendo owns it. Disney, and but they chose Disneyland, huh? It's it's places where people generally go to congregate or like right. the important spots. So like bars, uh, what uh, about churches. A, what a crazy way to enhance your Disneyland experience. It's well, it's funny is and uh, the missus comes up to me like a week ago and she's like. You've got to explain this to me. Like, <laughs> all the young people on my Facebook feed are right. blowing up with this Pokemon Go. Right. And she's like, and it's so funny because there's this line of demarcation. And right. Steve is definitely on the other side of the right. line. And what I think is funny because he's like, Mr. Let's go climb a mountain. Let's go get right. outdoors. I mean, it's like, don't fucking play <laughs> video games outdoors, you know? Right. <laughs> but it's like all the fucking old folk that don't get shit like this on my Facebook feed are... This oh, they're is, ripping on it. This is stupid. I don't. And yeah. all the young people are like, "This is the greatest thing that has ever been invented." Yeah. Now, on the flip side of that, I think people are like the the standard idiot nature of human beings right. is coming into play. <laughs> well, and I I just made a quick list as I was flipping through. Um, you had somebody, several people who've been robbed. Oh, that's while a, playing it. Well, one of the things they said is like, like, don't do it yourself because these guys know essentially where you're coming and right. they're they're gonna ambush you for your smartphone. Right. There's some people getting mugged because they're stupid and they're going out and playing Pokemon Go at one in the morning. Dude, it was like Central Park. Some fool got stabbed multiple times in yeah. Central Park yeah. playing Pokemon in the middle of the night. There was somebody that that happened to. Two that- dudes just fell off a cliff. <laughs> In San Diego, right. it fell seventy five foot off a bluff. Like, what San the Diego hell are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah. Like and crashing your car? Are you kidding me? Trying to slow down on the freeway to uh, catch a Pokemon? Probably oh, not the Jesus. best idea. First off, you can catch that Pokemon at seventy miles an hour. We've already right. proven that. Right. Uh, a friend of mine did it on the freeway the other day when he was a passenger. Uh, that it does not take much effort, but. The absolute stupidity of some people are killing me. It's, uh, it's insane. But I've heard it's some, insane. you know what? I've heard some really good positive stories off right. of it as well, right. uh, which I, I mean, uh, the, the the simple fact that people are going outside their house, you right. know? And Yeah, but here's my problem with it. It's like somebody posted a meme that's making fun of the fact that, you know, nobody complained when millions of people were playing Candy Crush. But all of a sudden, you got people outside exercising, playing this game, and you think it's stupid. Well, okay, but you're still not interacting with people. Let's be realistic. That's not true. Come on. You're looking at your phone. Well, here's the thing. You haven't played the game yet, so you don't quite understand it. So your your GPS takes you to a point. 
And then when you get to that point, there's generally other Pokemon Go players there that are looking for the thing, and they'll send you to where, like, oh, hey, like, I I've interacted with a bunch of people, with kids. Like, well, I, I, I was uh, out at dinner the other night, and there was, I like, oh, hey, there's, a, there's like a, there's somebody inside here in this restaurant. Right. And I went to the back of the restaurant, and there's this little kid, and he looks at me, I'm all, you looking for him? He goes, yeah. I go, what is it? And he's like, oh, it's a rat. I'm all, it's just a rat? Okay, no problem. So yeah. it's like, but it's like that idea of, that we both know we're playing we're this in game. The know. We're yeah, but now, but then <laughs> there's secret society. Here's the Pokemon thing, though. There's now teams as well. So wow. and then certain territory, it's like, oh, I'm not in that team, man. I can't go See, to that. This end. is where the game starts to get a little <laughs> hokey for me. It's fun, you know. Dude. It, it it's this kind of what you were talking about with the Clash of Clans, and it's it's the same problem I had when you know you try and go online and play games like Halo, you know, in in the the multiplayer. You know, after a while, it's like people get so good at it or the rules change so much that, uh, you know, it's, it just becomes difficult to not get frustrated with it, you know, unless you spend your whole life doing it. So basically, I'm talking to myself at this point because Ron has walked out of the room. Um, I'm not sure if he's coming back because he's watching the watching the man cub out there. Um, all right. This is some exciting <laughs> podcast stuff right here um so why don't i take this opportunity to uh talk about my nude web comic not nude web comic my new web comic um i figured i didn't have enough going on so i would throw together um kind of a cool little fun thing that would come out once a week um it's called the big time and uh it's basically a web comic about um four guys in a band um, By the way, I could hear all of this. I know. Just so you know. <laughs> I just didn't know what else to talk about because I was done talking. I can't like vamp on Pokemon you Go. You could have. I, I don't know shit about, about Pokemon it. Go. You could have told a, an interesting story. I don't have any stories about Pokemon <laughs> Go. What do you want me to do? But I do think the webcomic is really cool, and if you want to check it out, and what's the title? It's called The Big Time. It's a. It's basically like about a rock band, right? Yeah, I mean, and it's not like totally, um, you know, new ground. Yeah. You know, but I do think it's. You know, in my many years of playing with, with different musicians, you start to see some things develop, especially <laughs> with types. Like, drummers have certain characteristics that only drummers have. Please explain. Dr drummers are typically very weird. I, they, um, uh, please explain further. Um, Give me examples without naming people. I, yeah, that's hard, because I don't know if any of them are going to listen. I doubt but they, it. they tend to be, like, really... Um, like weird things will set them off. Like I've known some over the years that like all out of the blue, they'll be like totally laid back. And then all of a sudden they'll just like turn on a dime and weird things will make them like lose their shit. And they'll become enraged over like, wh why are you so mad about that? Please tell, give me an example. Tell a story. I can't. You, yes, you can. That's part of the fun of having I, the podcast. I can't, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. <laughs> Um, by the way, know, it, and drummers are always late. The amount of lying that's happening right now yeah, is yeah. so thick. Uh, do you do you really feel like somebody's going to get hurt if you told a story? I, I don't want to. That's the other thing is I don't want any of my musician friends to oh, know to, that or think that it's based on them. Of course, they, I, that's it's, it's not real. It's flattery, my son. Flattery. Um, but you know, with with uh, with drummers, they're always the last one there, right. which is really it pisses off everybody because they're supposed to be the first one set up and you set up around them. Exactly. And they're always the one that rolls in like five minutes before you're supposed to play. And you're like, really, asshole? Like, yeah, we're waiting for yeah, you to get here yeah. to set up your kit. Yeah. <laughs> and bass players have a tendency to be like that, too. Now, I, I've been lucky. 
um, with my buddy Steve, he's usually the first one there. Right. You know, but bass players are a weird group too because they're always like super mellow. Like almost every bass player I know is the most mellow person I've ever met. Okay. Um, you know, Steve's like that. Um, the, the guy that's playing with the villains is probably one of the most mellow cats you'll ever meet. Nice. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I mean, there's certain things. Obviously, um, guitar players tend to be a lot more analytical. You think so? Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the guitar players I know are very, very intelligent to the point where they're really a little odd. You know? <laughs> they're like, like, they're smarter than they should be, but they're not necessarily motivated. Okay. You know? So they're kind of that slacker vibe, a lot of the guitar players. So our, our, and our lead our, our lead singers, are they generally our divas? Totally the divas. Yeah, yeah. And they're all focused on appearance and you know i mean there's there's some things who's generally um, the slob in a band <sighs> is there generally one guy drummers that, are yeah. like that drummers are pretty slob uh and that's the thing is they're back they're sweating they're they're probably working harder physically than anybody else on right stage. right right um so they tend like and i, I don't want to name names but <laughs> one of the drummers i play with um he he has a tendency of when he shows up and sets up all of his cases, okay, I'll just say it. Ray, <laughs> Ray from the Big Papa Band, I love him. I've been playing with him for over 10 years. He sets up his drums, but he puts all of his cases where I'm trying to set up <laughs> every single time. And I joke with him about it, you know, to where I started putting my cases where he's supposed to set up now. So it's just like running joke. And it's not like animosity. I think he just like has a ton of shit to set up, yeah. you know, and you don't have a ton of space. But Nothing like a little like, passive-aggressive behavior to really like lighten the mood, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what it became. So we have that going on now. Um, nice, man. So yeah, that kind of stuff. So basically, you're, this new weekly comic is going to uh, take a look at sort of the ins and outs of being in a band. Yeah, and it's not... It's what, not what's the name of the band? Um, they are the Barstool Bastards. Nice. That's actually a pretty good name. You I, know, that was going to be the storybook villain's name. Oh, okay. And we came upon the uh, storybook villains, and that went out. So... Yeah, I mean it's it's a fun little project. Right. I mean it's not something that I'm taking you know incredibly seriously, but I I do like that each page has to be a self-contained story within right. the larger story because you don't want to be in the middle of a conversation. And it's like what the hell happened, you know? Every page, and that's been the challenge. You don't have 24 pages to tell the story, or even 10 pages. You have one page to get that moment of the story out. So All right, it's awesome. cool. Well, that takes us to uh, a new show uh, that we've been watching, uh, Roadies. We've been watching the show Roadies. Roadies is so dope, dude. Right? And, and here's the thing. Um, I, I've always been a fan of Cameron Crowe. I think his movies are really sentimental and uh, yeah, a little schmaltzy. He's got a, he's got a sweet voice. Very sweet. And not every movie that he does is fantastic. I mean, no. Almost Famous is absolutely a home run. Right. If you like Ro Did he do Vanilla Sky? Was that him? He, was that he did, but that was based upon a uh, uh, like a Spanish movie. Yeah, and that was definitely a departure for him. I think he was trying to get away from his formula of yeah, these sort of heartwarming. I think he was Jerry Maguire stories. as well. Right, uh, right. Almost famous. Uh, I'm trying to think of like. Oh, he, say anything. Uh, yeah, one of my favorite movies of all time. John I did. I, Elizabeth Town's a pretty good film as well. It's not great about I the did tennis see player, that. you know. Yeah, I did see that. So, but um, this is his first attempt, I think, at television. So. so so fucking good, dude. I don't buy. I think these roadies are far too pretty. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be realistic. If I want to look at roadies, why would I watch a TV show about roadies? I'm just saying that I uh, I, I know a lot of IATSE guys, and they right. do not look anything like right. these people on this show. Of course, of course, it's television. It's a heightened reality. <laughs> 
There are some quirky looking people in there, but not many. Uh, not I, many. Not as many as I've seen uh, on the no. road. Or, no, there's uh, there's a reason that most roadies become roadies. This is true. You know, and and nothing against them. You need those people. They're crucial to the operation. Oh yeah, man. And, but you know, they're not in the job for the for their appearance. No, not in the it's least. It's for their skills. Right. You know. Whereas bands tend to be more appearance oriented. Well, they have to be. Know? It's part of selling it. Yeah, I mean that's it. You're selling an image as well as the music. Right, right, right. So anyway, the the thing I I really love it's a there's great characters. Um, every episode seems to come back and have a nice little bow on the end of it. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, I I really don't have any real problems with it. I I just I know it's gonna be kind of cheesy. Um, it's it's not gonna be high art. No, but I don't care. I but, love every sentimental moment of it. But you don't need it to be like that's. No, the I got fun. plenty of shows for that shit. Well, and I mean, it's like when you think about all the shows that we watch that are like like high art, you and know, edgy, and it's like at a certain point, let's just like, like let's just watch something that could be fun for once, yeah. you know. And the, but there's such heart to it. It's not just a cheesy show. Like there are genuinely beautiful moments in it, you know. Like this last episode, I don't want to spoil it too much, but basically. Um, you have Luke Wilson, who's like the main like um, production manager or right. whatever. He's he's like the main dude. And Carla Gugino's in it. Oh yes. And it just just for her alone is worth uh, right. tuning in. Right. Big fan. Big <laughs> fan of her. Um, and you know he's got this once a year girl that he visits. Yeah. In, in in Atlanta, and he just decides. You know she she sees him and she tells him, "Hey, I love you," and he's like, "You know what? I I really love this girl." And you know you have these really beautiful moments, in, in by the end of the episode, it all feels good. Right, you right. Because you know they can't be together. Well, he's a touring guy. You never know. I mean, they could figure something out. You no, know, but I mean, that's that life is not for everybody. No, not even a little bit. Yeah, not. I even mean, a it's nice bit. when when you have somebody in town, you can come see him, and that's all good. But being out. On the road for months at a time is is you take a special kind of person to not have that that anchor at home those roots you have to be able to just be on the wind yeah yeah and uh, you know that's that's definitely not something somewhere that a relationship generally thrives that's why <laughs> musicians tend to not do well in relationships right well I mean know? especially because it's like you're on this intense experience right. for a short period of time. Right. Uh, and and you're, you're you're really away from home for, especially if you're on a big tour like really? they're supposed to be on the show. Yeah. You know, it's like you're not, there's no contact with the outside world. Yeah. You're basically with the people you're with and that's it for however long. You, you know? know, the one problem I have with the show um, are the cameos. Um, like this last episode, you had Lindsey Graham. And I, Lindsey Graham's cool um, from uh, Fleetwood Mac. He was great, but it's like this whole episode felt like they wedged him in there for the sake of having him in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but having said that, they still had some really nice moments where he's backstage and he's singing and playing a song, and you can see the roadies are just like, this is one of those moments that you'll remember forever, you know? And, and the main girl, Rody, is got her camera out and she's filming it. You know, and she's like, you know what? You have all these experiences, and sometimes you just have to have a souvenir, you know? <laughs> and uh, for that moment alone, it was worth having him on the episode, even though I know it was just a chance to work in his buddies. You know? Right, right. Because you know he's tied in with all of that whole 70s 
music scene. I mean, he's married to Nancy Wilson. Um, wait, which one's Nancy? Nancy's the blonde, right? Right. Right. So he's married to Nancy Wilson, um, and he he was a rock writer when he was a kid. So he's tied in with that whole community. Um, so you you can expect that you're going to see more of those kind of cameos. Now, did you watch Vinyl? Uh, yeah, that show was... Vinyl got canned. Already? It's gone. Yeah. After one season? One season. Now, here's the difference. Now, I liked Vinyl, but there was not one character on that whole goddamn show that was Vinyl, a decent person. They already... Really, there's no season two on no that show. No season two. They canned it. The The reviews were not good enough, and the the viewership was not good enough. Well, the but show... But I think there was the nobody show, on the show that was a decent human being. That took a real left turn. Really? Like, about really five, left for turn. five episodes. Well, when he killed the buck... What was his name? Buck Rogers or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, I'm all, this is like Goodfellas. What the hell, right? Right, right. You know? It, 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 was, it was sort of fun, and then it got really dark, and I think the show might have turned around if they had another season, but again, there was nobody on that show that, as a person, I liked. Yeah. I enjoyed watching the train wreck of it all, um, but I didn't care about any of the characters, and I think that's the difference. Is with this show, I care about every single one of these characters. Right, right. Like I like every one of them, even the annoying dude who who's the bad guy in the in the story because he's the corporate stooge who comes in and try and you know make them more financially sound. Even he's somewhat likable. You know, they give everybody a moment that that they're vulnerable and and human. So, yeah. Anyway, I don't, I'm going on and on. It's such a great show. If you haven't seen it, you gotta check out Roadies. Yeah, it's fun. It's kind of funny though. Every roadie that I know like hates the show. Oh, of course they do. Because they're like, that's not how it really is. And no. I'm like, motherfucker. No doc- one wants to watch how it really <laughs> exactly. is. Exactly. No one wants to watch somebody do a job. Right. <laughs> it's like, and it's not a fun like fun thing to watch. You're you're like climbing the rigging <laughs> and you're sweaty and gross right. and right. you know you, you eat shitty food out of craft services it's like, and like the perfect example is law and order being a cop is not like law and order no. you don't show up make quippy remarks and then move about your day right you know and it, it's always wrapped up you know, over the right. course of what seems like a, every trial in law and order seems like it's wrapped up in five days right like from start to finish like yeah. we go to trial it's right away months and months and months which is what it should be which right. is what it is you know you, you should have with law and order if it wasn't you know you, you would come back after eight episodes and get the trial. <laughs> no, it wouldn't even be that. It would be like, that's when they would do the arraignment. Right, right. <laughs> and then season four, you'd finally get to that case. Right, like we'd go to right. trial on it. But that's not the way it's set up. And no. I understand that. I, I watch Law & Order with that in mind, that this is not true to life. And this show is not No way is this anywhere close to true to life. Yeah, but it's fun. I mean, and I think that's the And I don't thing. care. I, I'm kind of bummed. I did not know vinyl was canceled. I just read. I'm like yeah. sitting here reading it while we're talking, going, "Oh man!" Yeah, I was a little bummed. I wanted to see where they were going to go with it. Again, I don't care about any of these characters because they're all kind of assholes. Yeah, but it was like they wrapped up the first season in like a nice tidy bow, right, and I was right. like, "Cool, we got that out of the way." Yeah, let's let's see where this goes now. Right, but you know, right. part of it was probably just too expensive to produce. Maybe it had I a mean, lot the, of big it's, actors it's, it's in it. It's period yeah, stuff too. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not expensive period stuff, but you still got to come up with everything that's 70s yeah well you know oh well finding all that polyester is tough <laughs> well let's uh let's transition to something we ended last episode with which is batman superman all right the extended edition. i actually i've watched it twice as have i since it came out so i, I and i posted this on the facebook the extended page. cut right, not right, the, right not the original well i've seen theater. the theatrical cut twice and now i've seen the extended cut i twice. only saw it once 
it is, and let me just begin by saying exactly what I said on the Facebook page. I owe uh, uh, the director whose name totally, Zack Snyder. Thank you, Zack Snyder. I want you to recognize <laughs> I came up with that. <laughs> it, the minute I looked at you, like we made eye contact, it left my head because I, it, like, you sucked it from my brain into right. your mouth yeah. there, which sounds gross. Um, but the uh, uh, oh my god, not to cut you off. <laughs> Are you watching Brain Dead? I'm not. Holy shit, that show is funny. Is that the one with the uh, the the slugs, the alien slugs? Yes. And the- it's so stupid, but it's like, how do you explain the ass backward political <laughs> bullshit in DC? Oh, of course, they're all taken over by alien bugs. Body snatchers, yeah, right? Yeah. There we go. Fair it's enough. freaking hilarious. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, check, check it out. out. I mean, it's again not high art. It's okay. stupid, but I enjoy it. Anyway, back to. Zack Snyder. Uh, Zack Snyder. I owe Zack Snyder an apology because the Batman Superman Ultimate Cut, which is the movie this guy wanted to make from the get-go, is a much better film than the movie we got at the movie theater. I I agree. A much better film. And I wasn't sure if I just... Because I didn't remember the first time I saw it. It was more ambitious. Right. And... uh, Well, there were a lot of things missing. Uh, yeah, a lot of the, important plot points. Uh, right, and like the movie flowed much better. And the other thing was, it was still too long. I didn't. It didn't feel long it, to me. It though. felt a little long to me. But the original theatrical version felt long. Here's to me. here's my complaint. Like there was shit in there that my only complaint is literally the last hour of the film <clears throat> is like nothing but action for an hour straight. Right. Once Batman and Superman start fighting, you were it's literally on. in an action movie for an hour. After yeah. what you were, b- the previous two hours, you were in a movie that was sort of slow and contemplating right. in this extended cut, but it's like <clears throat> fucking interesting. Right. You know, a lot of setup going on and, right. and, and a lot of interesting moments and a lot of uh, uh, exploration of sort of what it means to be a superhero, you know, uh, yeah. for these characters. And not only that, but in the movie version, it felt like Batman was because so much of Superman stuff got cut in right. these, out of the you know that you're like oh this is Batman's story like we're really watching Batman's view. On I totally Superman. agree. Whereas in the, the Ultimate Edition, Superman is the obvious good guy and Batman's the obvious bad guy. Right. And so and and even Alfred points it out. Right. And you, you know? really get that sense. And yeah. then I, I still have two major complaints, which is the Martha moment still doesn't work. So stupid. It does not work. Like, you get to that moment, you're like, but the rest of the movie is so ambitious and so much better. I, I forgive that moment a lot more right. in the Ultimate Edition than I did in the theatrical cut. Because in the theatrical <sighs> cut and the Doomsday stuff, the buildup to that, because so much more of Lex Luthor's machinations get put back mm-hmm. into the film, that you're like... Oh, he's been he's been playing a long game here, right? Like you think from the movie. No, this has been going on for a while, right? And they like they they add in the whole uh, uh, the woman that's supposed to be the African woman that tells the false story, right? Her stuff basically is completely cut from the film. I thought so. Yeah, she only has one moment in the right. film, and, and that that's crucial, right? It becomes such a big part of the movie, right? Um, they they put in a bunch of the stuff back in from the desert sequence uh, with Lois, like it explains yeah. why Superman shows up. You know, they're basically going to drone strike Lois right. and kill her, and Superman shows up Now, to that save was her. completely cut. Gone. What? All that was gone. Right, because he just, like, pops in. Right. 
Oh, that makes perfect sense. And then, I forgot that wasn't in the original cut. And that's stupid. All of Lex's goons, those guys from the beginning that right. in the theatrical cut show up basically two other times. They're peppered throughout the movie, right. constantly doing stuff. So you see Lex like working his magic yes. a little more. They interact with the uh, the black lady. Yeah, as well. They kill her. In fact, yeah. they yeah. kill her. You know, and then they spoiler alert. Well, yeah, and then when they capture Lois, like suddenly you're like, oh, like these guys, like they're bad people, you know? Right. And it's like so much that that that's when you get to the point where he sets them up to fight each other. He basically already knows they're not going to kill each other. Right. He's like, I'm going to. It's about ruining them. Right. It's not about killing one another. You're hoping. I think Lex is hoping one of them dies. Right. You know, like whatever. It's still going to ruin them. Right. If one of them dies. But but the whole doomsday thing, he's like. I neither way I knew that this was going to be necessary, yeah. you know, and so it and he knows Batman's not going to win pretty much, you know, pretty much. But it was uh, uh, such a better movie. Yeah, such a better movie. Um, I, I don't it wasn't as good as Civil War still, but it no, was. I mean, let's take it for what it is. It's still nowhere close to any of the Marvel. films. Well, Batman Superman theatrical cut was like a five out of ten for me. Right. And this was like a strong seven point five eight. Look, Civil War is like I'll a, give you a six point five seven. Civil for me. War is like a nine nine point five ten for me. If they'd killed yeah. War Machine, it would have been a ten because the movie would have had stakes. Right, crippling him's not enough. Like kill the guy. He fell from the sky. Kill him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's uh, be realistic. Yeah. Uh, but nine and a half for Civil War. Whereas this Batman, I, I could I like literally this extended cut dude. It get I have faith suddenly again that the Justice League movie won't be terrible. I don't know, dude. Ezra Miller's still in it. Now, I did read that um, Ezra Miller's getting some great uh, reviews on his scenes. Okay. Uh, I, I'm skeptical. I, I'm very skeptical. I, everything I saw in Batman Superman looked terrible. Well, his suit looked awful. It's off. awful. Like, like when, what the hell is that? When he that? jumped through time to yeah. talk to Bruce. That's the only other section I didn't think. I, I Even though, like... From a directing standpoint, the nightmare sequence, it did not need to be in the movie. No, it didn't make much and sense. And it slows it really what it was is it felt like they needed a an early second act action piece that they did not have. Right. So they like stuck that in there so you could like, you know, get the sense of like the bigger picture as it right, were, like right. Batman's fears. But it's such a weird left turn that takes you away from the narrative that's already happening. Yeah, you know? I think it was really extraneous and unnecessary. It, it didn't really serve much purpose for me. And not really. Um, um, and it's one of the few like moments that I'm still like, this still like. I think it was visually interesting. Sure. They're like, you know, it would look cool. And Batman in the desert. But that's and that's great. Like <laughs> what that would look cool. But Let's make that movie instead. Exactly. Let's like, make it all a dream sequence. From a narrative standpoint. Let him wake up at the end M. Night, Sh- M. Night Shyamalan style. It's all good. There's a lot of dreams of Batman in that movie. There's a lot of freaking dreams. <laughs> I'm like, dude, does does he ever like not sleep? It's, 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 What's going on with Batman? Be, Batman begins with dreams is what it should he's, have been he's called. Narcolepsy man <laughs> is what he is. Narcolepsy man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, but the, if you haven't checked it out, this uh, special edition, it's 30 minutes longer. It's an improvement. I will say that at the least. Now, 30 minutes is more than you think. But you know what it is? It's an improvement in the same way that, like, the two towers, like, the Lord of the Rings, the two towers. When I saw that I'll in the theater. I'll take your word for it. You still have never seen I've it? never seen the extended cuts on all the director's cuts on those. Oh, you have to. I know. I know. I, I just have them haven't. all. You can borrow them if uh, you want. You know, I... I don't know if I got that kind of time, dude. Oh, That's Jesus nine Christ. hours, man. Actually, it's 12. But That's 12 hours. <laughs> they're all fucking... Oh, because the, the films are actually three hours each. Right. They had another... That's an extra hour. Dude, the, the, but the two towers, 
they cut so much out of that film yeah. that the narrative is a little disjointed in the movie version. It was yeah. at the movies. It was my least favorite of the three. On the extended editions, on all of them, it's my favorite of the really? three. It's the best of the three. So, um, but at the well, but my point was, you know, thirty minutes. If you put in a thirty-minute chunk of the film, that's one thing. But you've got two or three minutes sprinkled throughout the film, right? In you know ten different places makes a huge difference. It's all in plot. The story. Like they cut a shitload of plot. Right. That's, that's the thing. It's like they're it's not fluff. No, the running time on it was two twenty-five. And they want to cut thirty minutes out. Cut the freaking dream sequences out. Well, they didn't cut any of the action out. Like that's the right. big difference. Like people are going to go into it. It's like well, they're not adding any more action to these movies at all. And that's what makes me kind of laugh because they were talking about we're going to put an R-rated cut of this movie. Together. Well, it was more violent, definitely eh, with the branding stuff. Yeah, but come on, you, that dude got shanked in jail. That's like one of the reasons all that R right. rating came around. You know. Eh, I mean, that's. I think that would be the other problem too. I don't know that they could have released that R-rated into the theaters. No. So, and look, I don't think we talked about that. That doesn't make any sense. Why are you making an R-rated Superman movie? You well, you shouldn't be. But, no. You know, it's it. it you was, can make an R-rated Batman all you want. It was a big improvement on uh, what we had seen prior to right, that. A right. big improvement. I I actually enjoyed it. I did too. I would watch it. I again. didn't enjoy as much the first. Uh, theatrical cut. It was I, all right. I walked out of the theater after seeing that movie, going, "How am I going to see these other films?" Yeah, like I've no. I'm like this. If this is what I'm looking at, like right. Man of Steel had its issues. I enjoyed that one too. Yeah, I don't. I like. Look, I love. I like Man of Steel, but I don't. I like it. There's for, some pro- problems in that film for sure. Well, basically, like they turn anything it, with Lois is a problem. No, I disagree. I think anything with his dad is an issue. Because like Jonathan Kent in right. in the Zack Snyder right. murder verse is uh, <laughs> right. is uh, he's kind of an a hole you yeah. know and you're he's like you're like don't help people son let those kids drown on that bus right. you know right. it's like like that's not very Superman s Superman no no you know but um but no I I I definitely but as a dad I I relate to that you know it's like I'm not gonna I don't want my kid to sacrifice herself for some random kid out there yeah but as uncle ben tells us chris with great power comes great responsibility I understand that, and but people are shit and well why are you gonna i don't want you to die for them <laughs> people you know? people are shit i would agree with that that they is are, but, man i mean if if if, the, if we you can't even play anything. your goddamn pokemon go without getting stabbed or robbed come on this is what i want to know the guy that was wandering around in the park <laughs> at 12 30 at night like, have we learned nothing? I, I think you're in New York. I think as my as my uh, uh, my buddy who's a cop told it's me, not he Kansas. Goes, don't fucking play Pokemon in the hood. <laughs> right. Like, like if you're going to go and like play, play during the daytime, don't wander around okay. at night in the hood playing don't Pokemon. Go to Central Park at night. <laughs> like, I don't care if you're playing a Pokemon Go or not. That's like, you go, that's you so go stupid. At, you can go at night, but don't wander to a group of people sitting <laughs> Like there was one dude got stabbed, but it's like he didn't die. His injuries were not life threatening, but they said he got stabbed by nine people. Right. And you're like, so you came across a gang essentially. Right. Like Los Locos kick your ass, Los <laughs> Locos kick your face. <laughs> kick your balls into outer space. Yeah. Uh th- those guys like, you know, fucked him up. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh but yeah, check out that Batman Superman Ultimate Edition. Yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. I ended up paying a lot more for it. We heard that story. Heard. <laughs> um, I've I, heard I, Frontier, though. I've heard they're like going to court and some such. I have a new segment I'd like to introduce. It's called Why Frontier Sucks Balls This Week. <laughs> what happened now? Oh, now my internet's dropping out. 
Like I can't go on my iPad without like three minutes the inter- drop, internet drops out. The really? Wi-Fi's gone. Yeah. So I got to keep turning off and turning on my Wi-Fi to get it to work. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's it's shit. Well, from what I understand, like uh, it's like the I want a refund on my shit. The FCC has like stepped up and been like, "What is your issue? Like you had a perfectly good working cable company that you guys bought, and now it is falling apart. Right? What is going on? What did you do? Right? (laughs) Like Verizon was dope. I had a very little problem with with Verizon. So why did Verizon sell? Did anybody money? Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I thought for sure it was like Monopoly type thing, because mm-hmm. Verizon has become so big, but I think they just got it bought out. Really? They sold it off. Three states, Texas, California, and like New Mexico. They sold them off. Well, I mean, this it happens. You uh, know? It does. You know, I remember Bell Telephone. You know, you don't hear about them anymore. No, you don't. They're but, gone. Well, I mean, it's just sort of the uh, the nature of the thing. Yeah. Um, but I'm not happy, because I didn't get a say in it. <laughs> so I got stuck with this shitty company, and now I can't. And oh, dude, are we are we going there? Can I go there now? Do whatever you want. You want, you want to know what else has happened? <laughs> I'm not wanting to get off on a rant here, but we can rant if you yeah. want. Okay, so uh, on on today's segment of why Frontier can kiss my <laughs> asshole, um, I I'm watching Entourage because I I've never watched it. And I just missed it. I, I must have been busy with college like or something. you missed the whole series? I missed it all. That's so great. I was dude. busy with some. I must have been like when I started teaching or something. I don't know. But for some reason, I missed it. I think it's when you got married. That's about the time when, the time when that show yeah. started. Yeah. And I just, you know, I had little kids and I, I couldn't make it happen. So I went back and I started watching it thinking, all right, I got time. It's summer. I need a show. Um, what am I going to do? So forget it. Let's do it. Um I watch about five or six episodes, and then I realize episode seven's not in the list for my on-demand. Like, where the hell's episode seven? From what season? Like, every season, <laughs> there are episodes missing. <laughs> so, thank God they had last week on Entourage at the beginning of every episode. So you have a clue what the fuck is going on. Well, yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, my God, they left me on a cliffhanger. I want to know what's going on. Oh, guess what? I don't get to watch how that plays out. because that, Now, that's the... Like, two or three episodes per season were missing. Okay. Also, there are some that give you the option playing an SD or an HD. Some of them only have the HD version. Some of them only have the SD version. Okay. So, all of the HD versions, like, maybe a third of them, they'll stop playing in the middle of the episode. Oh, no. They'll, like, start digital glitching. Oh, so no. I'm losing like a third of the episodes for each season. So I'm going to probably go back and, and buy them because I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. But I've, I've missed like a third of the series. So, Ouch. From yeah, what, no, from, I was pissed. From every scene? From every um, every season. Oh. I'm, I'm missing like a, th- a third of the episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, again... Not every episode is is earth shattering. There are things that play out over several episodes. Uh, fine, I was able to follow what was going on because of the recaps. But I know there are things that I missed that were hilarious. <laughs> yeah, because every episode had had gold in it. You know, um, I would say the early seasons were definitely that way. I, I still enjoyed when they got dark. You know, the, the dark season six, the dark season was when he like gets into drugs or whatever. Yeah, it was. he starts dating a porn star. Like that was kind of a off the rails a little yeah. bit. But you did have Turtle and his vodka company that right, season, which is fun, right. and that was good. Season eight, season eight though is like as a big Entourage fan, and I will I fucking love that show. It was like one of my 
most disappointing things I've ever watched. See, I didn't mind it. The problem with it is it basically tread no new ground for except for Ari. Nobody yeah. else tread new ground. But the Ari stuff was so important. Yeah, but the problem is literally the end of the season ends exactly the way that season seven ended. Which is what? Which is everybody getting on a plane, oh, happily right. back together, flying into the... It was like right. you, you spent a season... Break, you spent three episodes bre- or two episodes breaking everybody down to rebuild right. everybody back up for six ep- six or seven episodes right. to put us on the plane again at the end of season eight. Um, yes, but I will say this. the My favorite character on the entire show is Ari. Oh, really? I'm a drama fan. Johnny Drama. I, I like Johnny, Johnny Drama. Drama makes me laugh. And here's the thing. I think Entourage is the story of Johnny Drama. You think so? Really? I, I think so 100%. You don't and think it's Vinny Chase's story? I do not. And really? I, I thought that all the way up until the very end of the movie. Did you see the movie? Uh, yeah, totally. Okay, now I'm not spoiling anything because it's been a couple years since the movie came it out. It came out last year, actually. Okay, so if you haven't seen it yet, fuck you, you should have watched it. <laughs> You're like me, you should have watched it. Um, at the end of the movie, before you get to the after credit scene, um, Wait, Johnny what, what Drama- What was the after credit scene? Uh, the wedding, which was oh, also yeah. brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Johnny Drama- Finally gets his moment. Yes. He finally gets the accolades that you were hoping he would get all along. And they weren't Viking Quest accolades. It wasn't Viking <laughs> Quest. But but that moment, right. like he gets up there and it was so unexpected and he just had given up. He was still fighting, but I think inside he was like, it's just not going to happen. Right. You know, he had been beat down for, oh my God. And shit on by everybody like for eight seasons. 10 years of getting <laughs> shit on by everybody. And in that last... In the movie, he gets caught like doing, um, like jerking off on right. the internet. <laughs> so at that point, you're like, God damn, you're all poor, poor drama, dude. dude poor like, drama. Everything. And and he'd gone through, like, he's not attractive enough to be in TV. So yeah. he's, he's an animated feature now. <laughs> so for me, that moment, like, I got choked up. I, I was like so invested because I had binged this whole thing, right? Like, eight years worth of, worth of show. And to see him finally have that moment where he was just like, I don't know what to say. Like, I don't know how to even process this. And then the only thing he says is victory. You know, he does his Viking quest. (laughs) It was just like it was gold. And I think for that reason alone, the whole arc of those eight seasons in the two-hour movie it's it's Johnny Drama story. I'll give you that. He does end up with the best arc at the end of the day. He really does because because pro- Vince doesn't go anywhere. Not really. He treads water quite a bit, actually. He he grows a little bit as a person, but not really. Not really. He ends up at the end where he started. Turtle turtle sort of the same way. Kind of because he, he finds himself, but he really doesn't. So. He's still kind of that stupid kid who's a millionaire driving around the movie star. Which yeah, I mean, at a certain point there. Uh, uh, he doesn't grow at all either. No. In fact, he devolves. Would you say so? He's he's a bigger asshole at the end of the series <laughs> than he was at the beginning. Uh, okay, I'll give you that. I'll I mean, give you that. He he still gets the girl. Uh, boy, does he ever! Yeah. Like he fucking won the short guy lottery on that right, one. Right. Like that. I. I mm, mm. That actress that plays Sloane is easily one of the most yeah, beautiful people on the she's planet. Pretty. Dude. Uh, pretty. Pretty. Uh, yeah. Right, <laughs> I can't even think of the word. She's she's definitely uh, yes. It's like slap your Good mama stuff. hot. That's what Good that stuff. is, dude. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, 
Uh, and I, I was so tired of their story. What would you, if you were going to, uh, especially not watch it on Frontier, uh, would oh, you, would Jesus. you, would you encourage people to start with the movie? Or no, no, no. You can't watch the movie first. Okay. The payoff, it's kind of like watching Serenity first. Yeah, because then you like suddenly Wash is dead, right? And you're like, ugh. Like. And that's how I did that series because I didn't know about Firefly. Ugh. I missed it. Well, the rest of us when we watched it on TV watched all the episodes out of order, so don't right, feel bad. Right, right. Because every and you missed Fox four episodes us. or something. The brilliance of that, everybody that's watched it on DVD or on Blu-ray or whatever yeah. you watch, it's like you you watch it and you're like, oh, this is this show's brilliant. How did right. this not last? And then when you when you go back and when I remember it, like we didn't see the pilot. The pilot was literally the last thing we saw. Really? Yeah. They that's how out of order they showed it. That was so stupid. They opened up with the the the, the premiere episode was the train robbery. Wow. And so the last two, I remember seeing that. Yeah. And then two episodes they never aired. They never episode aired Jane's hat. Um, yeah, Never which e- is like iconic at this point, right? But go to Comic Con, go to any comic convention, and you'll see Jane's you'll hat. You see it everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they never, they never aired that episode. And then so there stupid. Was, uh, one other one. Well, and that's aired. for me. That is Entourage. They show you how fucking stupid Hollywood is. Fair enough. How like idiotic the people in charge are. Right. Right. Like, they don't get it, and and especially with the movie where Vince makes this brilliant film. Drama is great in it. I mean, we don't get to actually see it, but right. through the story we find out. And they want to shut it down because the money man's son didn't get the girl he wanted. So he gets back at Vince. But how great was uh, uh, Haley, Joel. Haley Joel Osment? He was brilliant, dude. But he's like, you're like, why? Like, you turned into a little troll. He <laughs> is, huh? <laughs> yeah. But I, he's a good actor. I told Kara, I'm like, you know who that is? And she's like, no. And I told her who she was. She, oh. Ooh, that's sad. Oh, <laughs> that poor guy. It did not turn out well for him. <laughs> no. You know what? He he saw dead people, and it went all down from there. Uh, apparently, it stunted his growth as well. It, you know what? He was really good, and, and he's good in everything he's in. I would agree with that. You know, he's just not... He's, he's the Johnny drama of real life. <laughs> <laughs> you know? He's good, but... He's just kind of not good to look at. Put uh, him in an animated feature. He would be great in an animated feature. Right. So... Uh, and Dice was pretty good. Infuriating, though. <laughs> a little bit, right? Like, I, lo- I loved, even with the movie, it was kind of like what I was talking about with roadies, where you get these cameos that are totally gratuitous. It's like, why are these people in here? Like, the Ronda Rousey thing, come on. <laughs> that thing was stupid. It was just for a chance to show her off and to, you know, watch her get in the ring and beat up Turtle. Like, that whole storyline was dumb to me. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, why are we doing She's this? She's also a terrible actor. Terrible. Like, when she was- Not one there, line was believable. There was a hot minute where uh, uh, where they were like, she could be a great Captain Marvel. And I'm no. all, no. If Captain Marvel was a mute with no lines- Right. Then right. sure. But- yeah. No, and there were several moments like that. I did like seeing Marky Mark in there. Right. Even though he was the producer on the on the show and on the movie. I it was nice to see him in there because he wasn't playing something cheesy. He was just this dude who is always around. Yeah. You know, you keep running into him. They say hi to your mom for me. Yeah, yeah, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, there were a few other cameos that I, I thought were a little gratuitous. I, I didn't really dig the porn star thing at first. Um, well she was on the she was well, she really was a porn star. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, at first, that kind of was like, eh, come on, this is sort of cliche. A little bit. Um, but I, you know, 
I, I figure there's it's cliche for a reason. It it was like you felt like I'm like oh I'm living Charlie Sheen's life this right right here right. we go good times. Um, and I think it was topical. And I think looking back on it, I'm like that had to happen. Right. You have to go when you hit that success like that. You have to go off the rails a little bit. I think I think when you when you get super rich. Like, if you don't have people to ground you, right? I can only imagine how fucking batshit crazy I would have been in my 20s. Right. And that's know? the thing. They're they're not experienced. They're, no. They're in their 20s, maybe early 30s by the time you get to the movie. Right. But it's like, they're still supposed to be very young, you know? Right. And it's like, when you give people too much money, it yeah. like they, they go a little nuts. And we, you know people that are, like, artistic right. that have money, and right. I do too. And you're like, it's like one of those things where you're like... Sometimes they're very normal, but it definitely skews the worldview, man. Like right. it's like suddenly you're like, oh, this makes sense. Why, you know, <laughs> why, why, why fucking Michael Jackson would build a amusement park and in his house. In his yeah. house, you're like, oh, I have all the money in the world to do anything I want. Why you not? know, like why not? It's like suddenly you're like, well, because you look like a pedophile, you right, dumbass. Right. <laughs> you know, you're luring children to come spend the night. You don't do that. You yeah, know? So, no, I, I do think you know a lot of people hate on the movie. Um, I think the movie for me was a hundred percent necessary for the same reason that Serenity was was necessary. I, I feel like uh, I feel like the reason people hate on the movie is because uh, 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 it just wraps everything up for me. Yeah, but I mean, I think it's like it's also you're distributing something that wasn't seen by a huge audience to a wider audience, right. and it's getting reviewed by people. But that it have really never... wasn't a wider audience. I I looked that up because I wanted to see if it was successful or not because I don't remember. Um, they they had a smaller bump in in the amount of people who watched it, but it wasn't like Sex in the City. No, no, it no. went ten times their audience size for the movie. Right, but what I'm saying is, I think that what you have is you have people that did not watch the show that who are reviewing this movie. Right, and they're like, these guys are misogynists, and they're and it's like right. that's kind of what the it. show was about. Yeah. It's about yeah. these guys being guys, you know. Yeah. And uh, at a certain point, it's like, guys, that's how guys are. Right, right. And I think that's something that resonated with me because I remember going and hanging out with you guys. And, you know, we would have like the beer miss parties and all that stuff. And that's kind of where we were. Right. You know, we were the guys who went to the Derby on a Wednesday night to go swing dance to Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, just like in Swingers. I mean, we did that shit. So I, I totally related to a lot of where they were because I was there at that time, too. Um. Is it a dated concept? Uh, maybe a little bit, but I think there were some of the some of the consequences. You know, you had the the scares of whether or not somebody was pregnant or was, uh, you know, that little thing where they they ambushed E. Right. Um, you know that he had a disease and one girl was pregnant. <laughs> Turns out they were friends or roommates or something. Um, I mean, those those things are real. You know, I, and I think that it was nice that they didn't shy away from I that. think pregnancy scares are fantastic. Oh, it's great drama. I, I remember many of them in my... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, was, there was nothing worse than, than having a girl call you and be like, hey, and you're yeah. like, what? What's your name again? Yeah. Who, wait, <laughs> wait, who are where you? Where did I meet you? <laughs> there, was, there was so many moments in the show that I've lived. Right, where right. It's like the moment when E was dating multiple girls at the same time, mm -hmm. and they all found out about each other. I totally had that happen yep. to me. Like, and it's the worst moment ever. It's pretty horrible, especially when you're trying to keep it all. It's like being a master juggler at a certain point, right? You know, and you're like, and because uh, it may not seem, it may seem like Steve is the coolest guy in the room, but the truth of the matter is, Steve's kind of been married since he was like young, you yeah. know, to Jen. He never had that prolific dating period in his life. So, and, and I didn't early on either. It wasn't until I hit like the age that these characters are. 
that I just kind of left a lot of the uh, pre-marriage. There was a period of time. No, that's of what about I'm saying. Five years where At it was least. pretty prolific yeah. for you. Yeah, so. no, and then that's it. I was a little <laughs> older. I was in my mid to late twenties. I was mine was mid twenties, man. Like, and you know what? I I sampled the world, and I'm glad I did. I don't miss it. No, because I'm good now. That was a lot of work. <laughs> It you was know, expensive too. it was expensive <laughs> and it was it was hard keeping it all straight and yeah, remembering who you took where names. And I'm fucking terrible with names. names? And at a oh certain my point, God. There were literally dates that I went on that I'm all. <laughs> <laughs> who are you again? <laughs> Trying to right. like you have that moment like I've uh, and then in a world before smartphones, like I use Facebook as a member or memory tool to help right. me remember people's fucking names at a certain point. Exactly. <laughs> it's like you look familiar, but I'm not sure where I know you from. <laughs> like, yeah, we dated for six months. Yeah, you know? <laughs> y'all, we did. <laughs> we did. I don't recall that. Well, I mean, dating is such a loose term. I mean, uh, yeah, like we went out <laughs> once or twice. All right, cool. <laughs> I had a girl that I I I forgot I went out with. Yeah, we were talking, and I was like, "How come we never went out?" And she was like, "We did." And I'm all, like, more than once. She goes, "Yeah," and I was like, "Oh, oh, we, oh, well, good for us." <laughs> yeah, it was memorable. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently not. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm a really like ten years late to this party, but uh, I'm that's your second chance TV show. Is that's Entourage. definitely the second t- chance TV show for me. Nice man, yeah. nice. and the movie was good. I don't care what anybody says. I just went. I, I, just I think went, it was crucial. I, it's funny because summertime we slow down so much with like new TV shows, right? Um, so I just went back and rewatched Deadwood. Um, that was next on my list. Oh, don't spoil anything. Have you never watched Deadwood? I've never. My dad talks about it all the time. Well, Deadwood holds the uh, uh, the record for number of times that they've said fuck in a series. I'm pretty sure that's true. So the, uh, all total, they said. Fuck, 2,890 times in 36 hours of Deadwood. Wow. An average of one every, uh, what is it, one every uh, 1.6 seconds. What? <laughs> like, or some god-awful number but like that. there's no way that fuck was that prolific or that. It's part of the language of the show. Like, when you watch the show, you'll understand. Like, right. like the way these people talk, it's almost Shakespearean, like, in its melodic tones. And wow. the way that it's, it's people, like, the writing is very crisp on the show. But it's also, like, fucking brutal. This show is yeah, brutal. Yeah, that's what I heard. Well, I, I, I can't watch it with Phoebe in the room, for sure. No, you cannot. Now, she was in the room a few times for the entourage. Which, you know, I, there were times like, pause, you can't be here for this. <laughs> Some of the nude parties yeah. and such, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or like they would get pretty, pretty, you know, detailed in what they would describe. And I'm like, um, honey, you got to go play on the iPad or something. Right, this right. This is not for you. Maybe it was like 1.6 a minute or something yeah. like that. I think that sounds more. That sounds more. Like not a second. Like that'd be insane. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, fuck, 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 fuck. That's about but, right. <laughs> but, but, uh, <laughs> But like, yeah, that's on my list. Okay. So there's only three seasons? Yeah, and, it, and like the problem is the the end of the third season, it just ends because there was supposed to be a fourth season. Oh, and no. they never picked up the fourth well, maybe season. Maybe I don't want to do it then. No, do it. Like it's such a good journey. Yeah, but I don't want to get like left unfulfilled. It's so good. It's like Firefly where you're just like it's so good you have to watch it. I don't know, man. I, honestly, it's been an emotional ride dealing with the nine with, with or eight years of Entourage <laughs> plus the movie. That uh, yeah, but you only have like literally with Entourage, they're only a half an hour. I know. So at the I'm end of so bummed at the that. end of eight seasons, you still only watched forty hours of Entourage, right. which is what you're gonna watch at Deadwood. Right. 
it's it's a good watch, dude. Uh, but and especially because watching you learn, I've learned a number of Chinese words uh, yeah. <laughs> from some of the Chinese characters, especially Mister Wu. You know, yeah. and uh, the term "fucking cocksucker" is like, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, but some really fucking great characters and such. Um, all right, man. I think. I think we should probably wrap it up right there. We're, right. we're we hit about an hour, sixty five minutes. Just a little taste of uh, something mid month here, and uh, we'll come back with some stuff after Comic Con next week. Um, oh, just real quick um, before we wrap things up, uh, I, I posted it on the Facebook. I had somebody um, do oh, my yeah. first fan art for for Grace, and it's it's beautiful. Um, it's it's absolutely beautiful. Um, it's a, a young kid who um, lives out kind of where i am and he he picked up a copy found it in the the local area comic book shop and and just loved it enough to do his own version of the character and it's better than mine so <laughs> um definitely uh take a look on the facebook page i posted it up there it's it's kick ass and uh i'm gonna try and talk to this kid i i would love to collaborate with him he's he's a really he's very much into the anime style which is not my experience um but i think it would be cool to um, collaborate with some local artists like that. So, anyway, uh, big love to you. Thanks yeah, nice, man. Good, that's a good shout out. So, uh, I, I think that's all we got for this week. Uh, the only dumb chum sh- shit I took my kid to Disneyland. Um, uh, and he apparently is a roller coaster fiend. Uh, my 40, 40 and a half inch four year old wow. uh, has more barely balls. making it on. Dude, he is like, uh, we got measured every time. Uh, and of course. He's, every time. He's, he's little. He's tiny, dude. And we went on Space Mountain. We went on Splash Damn. Mountain. He went on the Tower of Terror. And uh, he's, he's how old? He's four. Damn. See, that's a little bit younger than when I took Phoebe. Oh, dude. Maybe. No, she was a little older. She was probably no, like six. No fear. Uh, Big That's Thunder Mountain, funny. like the. But you know what? I asked him at the end of the day, "What was your favorite ride?" The monorail. The monorail was his what? favorite ride. Uh, That's dude, unexpected. Well, dude, he loves trains. Kid loves trains, oh. and so the concept of like, he's like, "It's daddy, it's monorail." I love the monorail. It's so neat. Wow. But he, uh, uh, he's never been on a real train, like ridden on a real. Oh. He's been inside. What are you taking, like raising Sheldon over here? He loves trains, dude. The kid loves trains. <laughs> like we go down to the train state train yard and just watch the train sometimes. It's crazy. Yeah, but uh, totally all the roller coasters, and you get off the roller coaster, and he look at me and he goes, "Let's go again. Let's go. What's next?" Yeah, I tried that with kid, and uh, she, um, she was about six, <laughs> and I, I took her on Space Mountain. I told, oh, it's cool. It's easy. It's not that big a deal. It doesn't go that fast." And um, we went to the pizza port afterwards (laughs) and like, no joke, she was catatonic for like 10 minutes. Nice. Like she stared and, and slightly trembled for about 10 minutes and didn't speak. We, we got every line we were in, the people around us were like, he's not scared. And I'm all, oh no. And they're like, (laughs) like, he's not like, I tried. She was not, she don't like now. She looks. She wants to know the the intensity rating for every ride. <laughs> like it's roller coaster tycoon. Yes, <laughs> yes. And we were at Knotts the other day. Yeah, yeah. And and every ride, she asked like, okay, what's the intensity rating on this thing? We went on that little tower that goes like really slowly up, yeah. and it's like an observation tower, and it spins around she a little was bit. Tripping on that? No, she she before she would go on, it's like, what's the rating on this one? I'm like, honey, it moves like two miles per hour. <laughs> It spins around really slowly so you can look and then slowly comes back down. She's like, all right, well, it says it's a two. 
so I probably could handle this one. My my buddy goes, my buddy's like, oh, like wow, you're he wasn't afraid, and I go, oh, my son's not a bitch like your son. It's <laughs> <laughs> he, like, hey, and I'm like, oh, look, I'm just saying, like, hey, let's keep it real. You I, know? I go, look, like there's certain things, like my kid's a daredevil, but like you put a fucking dog nearby, and right. suddenly he's just, he's like right. he's like a little bitch about that. I go, but about rides at the amusement park, dude, I we. I he did not believe me that he could not go on California screaming <laughs> with the fucking loop. He was like, I want to go on that, dad. And I'm like, well, you're not tall enough. But he goes, I am tall enough. And so we walked. <laughs> it's 48 inches for that one. Yeah. We walked up. I go, well, measure yourself. And he's standing there and he's like not he's not like by seven inches. Yeah. We try to go on. He wanted to go on the Goofy's Sky one, a California right. adventure. Not he's like an inch too short for you're that kidding one. kidding me. But he can go on Space Mountain. He's. 40 inches for Space Mountain, dude. Wow. So the goofy sky one, he gets up there, and the guy goes, all right, buddy, measure. And so the guy's not paying attention, and he's standing on his toes. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy goes, the guy goes, oh, he's good, I'm all. And I go, and I go no, he's not. And I point down, and the guy goes, oh, shit, I didn't even notice. <laughs> and he's still standing up there, I'm all. He ain't tall enough for this no. one. He just don't believe that us. That ride's kind of a trip. Have you been on that? Yeah, it's like a mouse coaster, dude. It's fun. Yeah, but it like jerks you around. Well, and that's why they don't want these kids like. Like he'd fly out. Yeah, and that's you know it's only a lap. Now bar. for me, the that's the problem is I'm too tall for that thing. Oh yeah. I tried going on a couple years ago, and it was the most uncomfortable ride I've ever been on. Like it's worse than the Nut Crusher. Uh, what do you call it? The Matterhorn. <laughs> the Nut Crusher. Yeah. No, that right. I'm going that ride. They redid the tracks though. It's not as bad as it used to Dude, be. Like, but you still got the... somebody sitting between your legs. No, no, no. They redid the seats too. Did they? Yeah. yeah. It's oh, like maybe Splash Mountain now. Remember Splash Mountain used to ride between somebody's oh, legs. Oh, jeez. It's all individual seats now. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of cool when you were like dating and single, <laughs> but like <laughs> when you're like with your buddies and you're like, yeah, I wasn't uh, doing that. I'm not sitting with you in this thing. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'll go by myself back Dude, here. Splash Mountain, he loves Splash Mountain too. And then we we wrote we wrote on pirates. We're like, oh, well, it's like we we had a, we had a fast pass for another ride right. on, at the other park, and we were like, oh, it's nine fifteen, dude. Like, there's the well, how pirates the lines no 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 line. The guy's like, yeah, I just walk right in. We're like, cool. So we walk into pirates. I did not realize that that fucking ride is like twenty minutes long. It's a long ride. Like, and we got out at nine forty-five, wow. and we literally, and I was like, "Well, we're not going to make it to the other park. Like, we're on the backside of Disneyland. Yeah. Like, by the time we, they're not going to let us in at nine fifty-five. Like, yeah. they're just not. You yeah. know. Um. Uh. And it was just funny because uh, we both were sitting there going, "If I had remembered that this ride was twenty minutes long, I don't know the that ride's we dope, though, dude. It is. I mean, it's basically a small world with pirates." It kind of is, yeah. you know, and it has all the funds of uh, of uh, that you want to teach your children about, like right. being sold into sex slavery. Yeah, they changed that up. Oh no, they didn't. They, they still, still have like that bio we want winch. the red, we want the, and then rape. It's like yeah. it's like ISIS the ride. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. We want the red head. <laughs> so. It's just funny because it's like they added in like all the like Barbosa's in there and the, you know you, Johnny Depp's like floating around the fucking ride all over now, the place. I, I was now I was sort of irritated that they rewrote history a little bit and they gave all the women the uh, food when the men are chasing them, right? Because they're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Although at the top, if you look at the top, there. In fact, the only they they moved all the men chasing the women to the real far ones. The one. Uh, there's one where it's like the heavy set still the fat lady's chasing the guy right who's, who's stolen the food and then the other one is like the good looking girl's chasing the guy but she's got like a rolling pin or some bullshit like right. that. right it's like well the guys can't chase the girls because that's too rapey you know yeah it's a little rapey they should do one where it's like bill cosby 
And right. He's, he's chasing like he's with roofing. the martini glass. Yeah, here like, you go. Have this. <laughs> drink. Drink. <laughs> we want the red. Yeah, but it's okay for the guy to have sex with the pig down in the mud, right? Oh, he's going to totally fuck that pig. He, that pig's getting it tonight. <laughs> and it, here, he does say, yeah. here, piggy, piggy. <laughs> He does. I assume. I assume it's going to be a situation where he humps the pig. But it, the pig's getting laid. That's all there is. You to think it. so? He's making bacon. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. <laughs> that pig's getting it tonight. All right. Well, we were going to end it ten minutes ago, but we got into some 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 side quest in there. So let's just uh, finish it up right there. I hope you guys have enjoyed tonight's episode. Uh, once again, uh, I am Ron Miltz, Steve Hale, and I am Chris Thayer. <laughs> and <laughs> It's weird not having a third. It was fun tonight, though. No, it was good. It was we good. did not argue at we all. We didn't argue. We made it a point to not we, like. We agreed on most things. We just went, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> at one point, you wandered off, and I was vamping by myself on something I had no idea well, about. Well, every once in a while, the child is here with just the adults, right, and he right. is pretty self-contained, but his movie had come to an end. You know what? That's kind of it. He needs he needs an iPad. Well, here's the thing. Then you'll never have to it's talk to him It's a digital movie, and the Peanuts movie is followed on the list by a rated R violent movie and so anytime it stops i have to go immediately and right what's the r movie i don't know it's something he shouldn't be watching though well, yeah. it's like resident evil or some shit like that, that you know I'm like, and and uh i i've been a little lax <laughs> by the way this is the second episode in a row that we wrapped it up and then continued talking i've been a little lax with uh <laughs> letting the phoebes watch things like she she's 10 She's been watching The Walking Dead. Oh, that's fine. Um, There's nothing wrong with that at 10. She she watched a lot of Entourage, if we're being totally honest. Um, She's got to learn about strippers and blow at an early I, age. I sheltered her from a lot of that stuff, okay. but there's some definite strong language. Um, I will say this. Super Troopers came on today. <laughs> and uh, Did you forget about parts of it? <laughs> when when Farva <laughs> walks up and, and says, I'll call him a chicken fucker for... <laughs> For twenty bucks, <laughs> I paused and said, "You know what? Probably not ready for this one either." Wait, wait. The part when they're having sex with the Germans was fine, but like she wasn't in the room. For oh, that. okay, all she right. She wasn't in the room for that. All right. Um, but yeah, yeah, that that's a little little much. Um, she wanted to watch Game of Thrones. No, that wasn't happening. Yet. However, she did come into the room um, with the. Um, the Battle of the Bastards yeah, yeah. episode, which did not have, it had some violence, but it wasn't, there wasn't anything in there that was beyond Walking Dead level. Fair violence. enough. So she saw that part of that. Okay. The last two episodes, there wasn't really anything that was too terrible. There was no flaying of people. How's that? No, no, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. All right. Um, but she's not watching the rest of that next year. All right, good times. All right, well, let's wrap this up again. I hope you guys have enjoyed the episode. <laughs> for the, and uh, once again, uh, I'm Ramsey Bolton. Todd Pimble. <laughs> I'm the, ra- ra- I want to have very strong hands. And we, <laughs> we hope you're having a nerd life crisis. Music for the Nerd Life Crisis podcast is provided by Big Papa and the TCB. All music available at bptcb.com or at iTunes. The Nerd Life Crisis is recorded at the Inland Blue Studios. Make sure to subscribe to the Nerd Life Crisis at iTunes and like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Nerd Life Crisis.